0: Yeah, uh, I tell them, welcome to the gray
1: area and stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate. Every other Thursday, politics to the chips, get up on this wave. <laughs> now, tell me what's to talk about. Cause we the only thing to talk about How you keep reality in check Just keep it real, rap and don't gossip with the facts, yeah This is The Gray Area And I am your host, Ray Jarvis Showtime! Woo! For chapter 9 of The Gray Area I wanted to get into this discussion That I've been noticing on all the blogs, social media so on and so forth About the debate between better and greater And I felt like for that episode, I needed a guest who was thoughtful, introspective, and someone who could really get into it without getting too emotional. Without further ado, let me introduce Ray Gunner to the Gray Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Thank you for having me, man. Happy my man, to be here.
1: my man. Yo, Ray. Yo. First and foremost, yes, there's two Rays on this episode today, <laughs> so don't get confused. You got to keep up. Um, it's a lot going on in the sports world right now. We're gonna get True. into better and greater in a second. But I wanted your thoughts on everything that's going on with Jamel Hill, Donald Trump, Colin Kaepernick. How do you feel about that? You know, the the protests. Can you tweet about the president now? Can you Jerry Jones out here threatening the bench players and all of that? Where do you fall with that?
0: Man, it's it's just a big circus to me. Like, even the whole first stance has been misconstrued throughout the whole narrative. It's like, first this guy, which sort of kind of kills it for me Mm -hmm. he opts out of a big deal right true and then now he's crying because now he can't find a job (laughs) so it's kind of like a double-edged sword even though he is speaking you know truth there's injustice out here very true um but as far as the president you know he's gonna take whatever you say and run with it negatively oh yeah so, you know what I mean? It's not really about protesting the flag or protesting the actual anthem. It's about protesting the injustice that's going on. And I feel like, you know, a lot of big businesses, they, they're they going to protect their brand. True. So, this suspension is only a part of that. I it's feel not, like this whole fit. thing
1: with Kaepernick, right. said it a year ago, mm-hmm. I agree with everything he's talking about. But I felt at the time, the way this country is set up, You taking a knee during the anthem, you're allowing your message to get lost. You know what I'm saying? Because we always going to make it about the troops or the anthem or disrespecting the flag, whatever. Yep. Then you have a president who's basically like a heel wrestler now. You know what I'm saying? That's what (laughs) America's become. Heel wrestlers is the president. He's going to take your message and he's going to flip it because he has more power than you ever have. You're a football player. He's the president. He's a billionaire. You know what I mean?
0: I kind of get why he did did it at, you know, the national anthem is because it's kind of, like, spotlighted. Of course. Where now everybody watches the national anthem to see who's going to take a knee and who's going to stand. It
1: makes sense, bro. Like, I'm not... Let me be clear. I'm not knocking anything Kaepernick did. True. But I, you know, as a black man, I want this message to be heard. Right. I feel as though when it comes to, like, racial discussions, we state the obvious, and there's a segment of America who acts like it doesn't exist. Right. They don't want to hear that. <laughs> so let's argue about him taking the knee. You know what I mean? Right. Now we got owners like Jerry Jones in the bench players. So what is it, freedom of speech, or like what's going? Like I feel like lines is getting crossed that shouldn't be getting crossed at this point.
0: Bro, when you're a part of a corporation, the corporation comes first. True. So it's like, yeah, you got freedom of speech. But if it conflicts with our interests, you know, you're going to have some repercussions. So, and, and that's basically what's going on. like. So freedom of speech ain't free is what you're saying? Of course not. Okay. If you're if you part of a, a corporation, or, they have to protect their brand. True. And, you know, we all understand that some people, you know, are ignorant to the fact because, you know, they're they so passionate about the message. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's like somebody calling your mama out. It's like, <laughs> you so what? what you My mom's do. is is, wow, but that's my mom's. You're not about to talk about her. This is true. This it's is pretty true. much the same thing with corporate. But, you know, let me ask you. What platform would you feel would have been more appropriate to get the most impact out uh, of his message?
1: You know what? That's, that's a tricky question.
0: Uh-huh. Is
1: there a right way to do it? You know what I'm saying? Because when he sat, he felt that that was too disrespectful, so he took a knee instead. hmm the only way the media would have asked him what's going on is for him to do what he did in the first place. Right. If he doesn't do it and he stands and does everything, how do we know he's protesting anything? Right. So I'm it's a catch-22. Like you said, it's a double-edged sword. There's no right way to go about this. It, it had to me he most times the revolutions, the dude who started the revolution doesn't get any credit. Nope. You know what I'm saying? He just becomes like when you open a textbook and you read chapter one, I right, he started it, but it's the person who finishes it. You know what I mean? But it's like, is is this really a revolution or is it a fad?
0: You know what I mean? See, and that's where things is getting lost in translation. Right. I feel like it started out revolutionized, Mm -hmm. and then now it's just turning into a fad where we're watching to see what happens next. So Jamel Hill, you know, she spoke out, oh, she got suspended. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, follow the fad and, you know, not... Watch ESPN or watch NFL games. No, and
1: damn well you watching it, bro. All these people talking about they boycott the NFL. About half of them are still watching the games. And if you're not watching the games, you're on your phone checking the scores. You fronting.
0: Fantasy rules the world. Of course. Everybody. Has Every Monday, some, you some arguing sort of
1: about your fantasy team. Yep. I think you know, and and, and this is the thing. A lot of people talked about it at work today. As a matter of fact. True. They throw this word "coon" around, mm-hmm. and they don't understand that it's business. Jamel Hill works for ESPN. Correct. ESPN has a business relationship with the NFL. Yep. The godfather of the NFL is Jerry Jones. (laughs) You (laughs) You can't talk crazy about Jerry Jones and think there's going to be no repercussions, Mm. no matter how right you might be. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can't, someone's going to say, oh, you're right now. But I'm like, I'm not conning. I'm just pointing out the obvious.
0: Word, and when did that become unpopular?
1: Bruh, it's this whole thing about protesting. You got a guy who's been doing this 18 to 20 years to get his big contract. For the time he was a kid, his rookie deal, now he gets his big contract. Mm -hmm. Now you want him to protest and throw 20 years away and the bread you about to get to take care of your entire family,
0: that makes him a coon? That's tricky to me. Yeah, I mean, I can't knock anybody, you know, taking care of their family. Right. No matter how they do it. You know what I mean?
1: Like, this whole shit, I'm cursing, but this whole shit to me is set up to where There's no way for us... It's like a maze. How do you get out of it? We're going to give you this paper, but you can't do this. Mm -hmm. And then half of your people is going to be upset if you don't do that. You know what I mean? I I don't know how this... I don't know what the end game is, you know?
0: And that's the problem. Nobody knows the answer, but everybody has the question. Right. So I figure we're going to keep asking the right questions until we get the right answers.
1: You know? That's... uh, Man...
0: Who knows when that happens.
1: There yeah. is no right answer, so we're going to keep asking the questions. But you know what? I wanted to get into that. I felt like it was only right for us to touch on that topic a little True. bit. True, Let's get back on topic. Better versus greater. Yeah, yeah there's greater. You know, I, I have arguments with people about mm-hmm. athletes, you know? Right. I feel as though some people have more talent, other people had more success, mm-hmm. you know? So if I say, for instance, we'll, we'll go heavy out the rip, I think Kobe's better than Michael Jordan. As a basketball player, that's my opinion. I think Jordan is greater
0: than Kobe. Let me take a sip of that. Take a sip of people. that. <laughs> for
1: that
0: one, cause I do not have many arguments.
1: Right. That. But that's the whole crux of it. It's, it's the great. whole idea is, is that there's people who were maybe more skilled at a sport, but didn't have the career that someone else had. You right. know what I mean? Right. So like, when you hear better and greater, like, what, what? How do you think about that?
0: I think of it as um, kind of like. Like you said, as far as skill set versus success. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, we touched on it briefly about the Kobe and LeBron situation. I feel like, you know, LeBron is maybe greater because of the accolades and the stats, Mm -hmm. but Kobe's just a better basketball player from a skill point down to, you know, the fundamentals of the game. right. And... He's arguably top three in my in my book. I can't I agree with you on that. Right better than Jordan, <laughs> Jordan thing. Right, that's, fair. You know. that's
1: fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But that's the whole thing. I believe that there's tons of guys uh, who were nice, right, but they didn't get the recognition because they didn't have to play on fronts. Of course, they don't have the championships and the MVPs. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. But when I talk to people about that, they don't want to hear that. It's like it's impossible. He didn't do this. He didn't do that,
0: dude. Jordan will tell you himself, the person he found hardest to guard is Mitch Richmond. Mitch now, Richmond. Mitch Richmond.
1: <laughs> Who? You know, probably what I mean?
0: didn't have a winning season until he was with the Lakers. There and you know, go. You guys. Oh, maybe like
1: one year with Sacramento before he dipped out. You yeah, know I mean?
0: but he was a he was a stone cold killer on the court.
1: Here you go, T Mac. You know, I'm a Kobe guy. I'm a stand. He was. But you could argue for a second, T Mac might have been nicer than Kobe. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. T Mac.
0: It could go either way. Right. Even, even um, another comparison that I get ridiculed for mm-hmm. when everybody was talking about the best point guard in the league mm-hmm. and they were spitting out names like Chris Paul and Darren Williams. Now, you? in hindsight, you looking at Darren Williams like, you got to be kidding me. Right. Nah. At a point, it was like Darren was the guy. Bruh. Bruh. D-Will was that dude. I, I could, don't care about any
1: Chris I Paul could, fans. I could
0: go for days, man. Rusty and, and Rose, when Rose was MV... Everybody was like, "Oh, Russell, a nut. He ain't never gonna be good." Oh my god. Triple
1: double.
0: Hindsight Triple, is twenty-twenty. Yeah, know? man. And we could arguably say that. Westbrook's MVP is greater of course. than
1: D Rose. What, what did D Rose do that year? Like 21, 5, and something, or 21, 7, and 4, or something? Some certain real, like, generic numbers, and then you do it. It 30... was just
0: that we're tired of giving LeBron it yeah. every year. Let's.
1: But this is what I'm saying. you watching the games, yeah. you're seeing that there's players out here who, skill for skill, are better than some of these dudes, but the positioning of a player would change the argument. Wholeheartedly, You know what I mean? Like, I look at a Kyrie Irving and, and a Steph Curry argument. Right. Steph Curry was unanimous MVP, back-to-back MVP. But if I'm looking at the games, I might tell you that Kyrie's nicer than this guy. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like his situation and his, now his resume allows you to put continuously Steph Curry over Kyrie Irving. Steph Curry's over Chris Paul right now.
0: Yeah. Is, isn't Chris Paul better than Steph Curry? As a point guard, definitely. Hands down. Yeah, He's probably the most purest point guard we've seen in our, our generation But outside yeah. of... You, know, you talk to some people, they're going
1: to throw MVPs in my face. What yeah. do I
0: do with that? Listen, man. Like, like Shaq said, only Shaq only has one MVP. Kobe has one. Nash got two. Somebody selling wolf tickets. Yo, listen...
1: Those MVPs, to me, I hate those
0: talks. I, I hate it because... <laughs> I know. As a Laker fan, I know you it, it, it
1: kills me because it's like when you throw Tim Duncan in my face, and I'm like, I watch these guys play, and Kobe and Shaq used to give Timmy that work. Any Matter of fact, any Laker team that was good beat the Spurs. So how is Timmy greater than Kobe now? How? All these all-time top tens, and you putting Timmy over Kobe? I don't understand that. Yeah. Over Shaq?
0: I mean, you kind of have to look at it like... Like you said, going back to position, because Tim Duncan is arguably the best power forward of history. It's
1: an argument to be made.
0: I might want to say KG. He's kind of winning. But, see, that's another one, because I favor KG over Tim Duncan as far as, you know, the game itself. But, you know, people will will look at you like you got eight heads. I felt like KG did more, you know? Yeah. You might argue
1: that Prime C-Web was more of a beast. If C. Webb was a pop, who knows? You know what I'm saying? Right. But these are the conversations that I want to have because it's just like, we can't keep throwing resumes in people's face and just throwing skill out the window.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you,
1: you have to respect the craft. Exactly. Championships can't be the be all end all argument on MVPs.
0: Yeah, because you gotta, you have a bunch of Robert Horry's running
1: around. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, you can't. You. Yo, and that yo, that's like a barbershop <laughs> argument. Because as soon as you get into the LeBron and Kobe, and I say Kobe has five, LeBron has three, Robert Horry got seven. Though I'm like, come on, like, what does that have to do with anything?
0: Right, that's just totally like you said, throwing skill out of the window.
1: Right, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. how do you deal with that? Like, when you have these conversations, obviously you have sports debates. Right. So, like, are you stuck in the middle somewhere when you have these conversations? Or do you you, you side on resume or do you side on skill?
0: I kind of blend the both. Okay. You know what I mean? Because skill, because you could look at, like, guys on, like, uh, subpar teams. Right. They could average 25 and they'll only win 25 games. True. You know what I mean? But those impact players that could average a strong 22, 23, mm-hmm. and your team is winning, that's that's the level of respect that I give. Okay. And then I look at the big matchups, like, you wouldn't regard Paul George as, like, a top-ten player. No. But when he <laughs> step on the floor <laughs> with, with LeBron, he, 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 he looks like, like top-ten. Right, right. You know what I mean?
1: Right. It's funny you mention that because I've been arguing with my son, um, Just Blaze Above the Rim podcast we've been going at it for like the past six months about Paul George Mm -hmm. he thinks Paul George is like a superstar and I'm like he's he's not like high end to me like you know how you go shopping, right? right. You could go to like Bloomingdale's, or you go to Macy's, or you go to Old Navy. Uh-uh. I look at this nigga like he's somewhere in between Old Navy and Macy's. I don't, he's <laughs> not. He's not Bloomingdale's. He's not Neiman's. He's not none of that. He's he's somewhere in between. On a, when he plays LeBron, he's definitely high end Macy's. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But on a on a random Tuesday night, he's definitely somewhere close to the Old Navy.
0: Yeah, I just hope russie could get his air and get him every night into that mode it's such a tease
1: you know what i was saving that for when just comes on for the next episode but since you hear you a ball fan
0: how do you feel about this new big three in okc man i like it but i just don't like the kid robeson like nah he disrupts everything you think he's a deal breaker yeah because he doesn't even have the confidence to shoot Mm. it's like all right, I can't shoot, <laughs> but if no, I got confidence, trash. at least a couple of them are gonna go in. I just say in. he's trash, bro. Yeah. yeah, he's trash. Pretty much. And How
1: are you, a six foot eight wing player who can't shoot
0: from anywhere on the court?
1: He can't even shoot free throws. <laughs> I've never heard of that.
0: This is what I'm saying. That's what it's gonna boil down to. Is he gonna play? Oh my god!
1: If they could find a way to get another shooter with that three on the floor, Golden State might be in trouble. I still got Golden State over everybody, but I'm not as confident as I was a year ago.
0: People argue me, man. That that OKC team is not deep at all. Nah, it's
1: three and then nothing else.
0: Yeah. I might go Houston over OKC seven games. Now that's my dark horse. I was saying that last year. But he, I had Houston go to the conference finals last year. He
1: pissed me off against you. I'm saying the tone.
0: You and me both, bro. You know what I mean? You and me both.
1: I don't understand how people are not looking at what CP and James Harden are going to do together with that space on the floor. Bro.
0: It's they're cheating. making everyone better.
1: Everyone better. Because now you're running that Dantoni system. And now, now I heard just two days ago. That they they spacing the floor out so far beyond the three-point line that it's almost impossible to defend. So I'm like, are you serious? Wait a minute. So you run the pick and rolls in between the three-point
0: line and the half-court circle? They running, they running that um that Warriors offense, man. You see what, what Steph did to the game?
1: Bruh. He ruined the,
0: You know he broke it, right? <laughs> <laughs> he broke the game. He he turned it into NBA 2K, man. Pulling threes from 35 feet, stretching yes.
1: the defense like never before.
0: Yeah. That... But
1: I'm going to throw this out your way before we get back on topic. Okay. Your Boston Celtics. Right. Kyrie Irving, Gordon yes. Hayward. Yeah. I'm on record. I got Boston over Cleveland as of right now. You could disagree. I know it's your squad, but I'm I, going with Boston.
0: I honestly feel like we don't have enough yet. Nah? Just because we depend too much on young players that haven't really been Fair. in that spotlight. Fair. And you know how that goes. Yeah, Brown. When you're in that spotlight, the rim gets a little bit, you know, smaller. This is why like you got
1: number 11 now. He's going to take those shots. Uh, his hip might not fall off like IT did. I, I'm big on Kyrie. I'm going to admit it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm good with the move. Like, even though I, I mess with, with IT, he revolutionized our whole rebuild. But, you know, it was a true business move. True. We had to pay him. Did we want to pay him? now we're going into... I think,
1: how old is he right now? You know, like, He's like IT's 29. like 28, 29. Yeah. They're not giving him that bit Five for seven, 200, or 189 mil, something crazy. Nah. Exactly. They're not
0: paying him. Yeah. And, you know, we, we basically elongated our window. Right. Because we got younger... And better talent. Whereas before we had a couple of veterans, I don't know, filling guys. I just it's something
1: this feeling I got. I have no basketball reasoning behind this. Right. I I just got this feeling that Boston is going to take Cleveland. I don't know why.
0: Hey, I hope you're right.
1: I feel like LeBron has to come down. He can't be God forever.
0: I feel like it's a year away. A year away. Cavs are deep, bro. Like they
1: don't play any defense.
0: They're listen. In the East, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't. It really does. Who's going to defend Kyrie? Who's going to defend... That's
1: barbecue chicken. All right, don't He's... even say it. No. <laughs> LeBron, right? The Le- LeBron... Fl- but see, you know what it is? Why I'm concerned... I'm even concerned for Golden State. Mm-hmm. It- is your man, Crowder. Okay. Crowder changes everything on the floor. Because now you don't have to worry about Tristan Thompson getting in the way. You can play that small. And you have length. mm mm-hmm. I- I- Cleveland is interesting this year. I- in fairness to-, to LeBron and what he does. But my question is
0: can they defend Golden State I still need to see that I mean they got defenders in there they got Crowder LeBron some people are saying Jeff Green is a I think this is the year that that Steph might smoke him though he's due for one because those finals without those MVPs it hurts especially that first one it's like a slap in the face it does because they, they,
1: they gave that to Iggy because they wanted to give it to LeBron. Yeah. So they gave it to the dude who guarded LeBron. like Even he though LeBron it. averaged like 40. Had like the craziest triple, or damn near triple. Was yeah. it a triple-double? No, like, last year
0: was the triple-double. Last double. year was the triple-double. The double. year before, he just went stupid with the numbers. You know
1: what I mean? But I think if you look at the defense that D. Rose doesn't play, D. Wade is old, right. I.T. doesn't play, this is set up for Steph to go ham. Yeah. Because to me, they got the bodies for KD. I think between, like you said, Jeff Green, Crowder, LeBron, JR, they can rotate bodies on them to switch things up. Mm-hmm. Tyron, Lou got to get creative with the defensive sets. Because to me, to me, my issue with them, and I constantly say it, I look, I look at them and I'm like, how do you... It's hard to defend the ball movement, but right. you defend it moving bodies and moving men. Like, your defensive rotations constantly get compromised, so how do you defend that? So I'm looking at Cleveland now, and I'm like, they could switch on almost everything now. Right. And I think that's what you have to do to be Golden
0: State. Exactly. Uh, Yep. Okay. One one thing that I saw from year to year is like that first year they went to the finals when LeBron just came back and Kyrie was hurt, Mm -hmm. they were a defensive team. Yeah. And then they lost that identity. The very next year, they were more offensive. True. They've gotten more offensive. Kick shoot threes, Mm -hmm. which is cool, but. That balance needs to be there for you to be a sustainable champion.
1: So let me ask you a question that might get you in trouble. Okay. Do you think that if Kyrie stays healthy that first year, they win the chip? I don't. You think Golden State wins anyway? I don't. I I felt like Kyrie was saucing up Curry in game one before his knee fell off.
0: Right, yeah. But the thing is, you think about Golden State that year. Mm -hmm. They lost, what was it, two or three games at home? True. True, it might have been four, but I think it's, it's three. You're right, it was three. Bro, I don't. Even and, if it goes Game Seven, they take it. The way they were winning those playoff series before they got to the finals, it was true. like, what is gonna stop this team?
1: Yo, no funny. I was, I I knew they were gonna win the chip when they played Memphis that year, and Tony Allen went crazy, and Kerr put Bogut on Tony Allen. And I'm like, <laughs> if you're willing to do something that crazy, you're winning the chip. Because as soon as they put Bogan on Tony Allen, Tony Allen forgot how to play. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you got a big on you. Just drive past him. He didn't know what to do. Nope. So, I still got the Celtics in the finals. I'm willing to be wrong about that.
0: Listen, man, I will shake your hand and buy you a drink (laughs) because I'll be damn sure happy.
1: Yo, I just think Kyrie, the the disrespect that's been shown to this man by a lot of people is going to come full circle in the playoffs.
0: Now, see... with Kyrie, I'm kind of like a—I have like a love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. You better start loving
1: a little more now.
0: Yeah, because I, I started out liking him, even though he only played like 12 games yeah, for Duke, 13 games, too. and I'm a North Carolina fan, so I hate oh, Duke so you hate all him together by But I'm like, yo, this kid is special. Mm-hmm. And in 11 games, I'm like, yo, this kid is gonna be good. But then when he came to the league and mm-hmm. the first couple of years, it was like, he's all right, but like something is missing. Like he don't understand how to win. I blame Byron Scott for that. Byron Scott Bummer is the most Byron overrated Facts. coach in history. I can't stand that guy,
1: bro. I hate him. I think he's the reason D'Angelo's in Brooklyn, now. They're not playing with Lonzo.
0: Hey, I, I believe you because... Got a magic hit? He's just... I don't know. He doesn't get to his players, like... Yo,
1: it's like... All right, boom. But Let's mm. put it in real-world perspective. If you work with a supervisor who's a bit of an ass, you're uh-huh. not going to want to work for him. You're just going to do your your, your 9 to 5, whatever your shift is, and go home. You're not going to go hard and and flourish at your job. You're like, this this dude's a clown. Let me get up out of here. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the vibe that I got from the Lakers when it came to Byron. This dude has no eyebrows. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's talking crazy. I'm like, yo, get out of here, you know? Even when the stuff happened with Swag, like, you the coach, and you basically was feeding into throwing D'Angelo under the bus like you was one of the players. That's not leadership. Yeah. You know? Luke Walton, who, was it Luke Walton? Luke Walton was there with, with Kyrie, and he was saying the dude was special. But I'm like, I got to agree with you. First couple of years before LeBron got there, I'm like, Kyrie, he was, he had flashes. Mm-hmm. I think he had an all-star MVP. But, of course, all-star game, you could show out. But regular season, you got to do a little bit more. And he didn't do that. Right. And, and that's that's the problem I run into now when I talk about Kyrie. I'm like, I think he's that guy. Like, oh, he didn't do nothing before LeBron, so how are you going to do something now? I'm like,
0: uh. Maturation. Yeah. And plus, he was hurt a lot.
1: True, like that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you play with some of the worst team. Yo, I read the names uh-huh. on that Cavs team. Trash, worst. Like, name for some of these dudes work at Walmart now. Like, they don't. They don't make yes, regular bro. dudes.
0: To me, that's not. That's, that's not an just excuse. Not an excuse. Le- LeBron took Pavlovic to the
1: finals. I'm not hearing you right now. You're not gonna, you're not gonna slander <laughs> Kyrie Irving. I'm not because <laughs> that's my guy. That's man. your guy. That is your yo. Look. But remember I, this conversation Austin's like, going to the finals
0: I I think the game is going to be so much easier for Kyrie though. Okay that that off the the off the ball movement
1: that's that's
0: that is going to be critical to our success
1: You would know better than me Right My my argument my main argument is if if Stevens your coach uh-huh. could get that out of Isaiah Thomas you give this guy Gordon Hayley and Kyrie I don't know man
0: it's, it's definitely gonna be interesting in the NBA. He's
1: gonna put those two dudes are gonna put so much pressure on the, the perimeter defenders of Cleveland. That's gonna you gonna force LeBron to have to pick one to guard. Yeah. LeBron playing defense means his offense is gonna suffer
0: to some degree. Just gotta be the guys that aren't afraid to go at LeBron. Like right. we seen with Kevin Durant, his maturation because. Like, oh, you
1: know Kyrie wanna give LeBron that work.
0: Yeah, I w- I'm waiting for that switch. I'm
1: waiting for the 30 to
0: 30 <laughs> to come out about
1: why they hate each other. Like, what happened?
0: I'm waiting for that one, that three one switch. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Was it was it, was it December 7th? I mean, October 17th is coming. It's coming. I I don't like that. I don't like the fact that Cleveland's gonna get to control the narrative because chances are they're gonna lose that game. You know, mm. Boston that is. It's in Cleveland, home opener. Right. If Boston wins that game, man. I'm going to be all over Facebook talking a lot because I'm like the only Kyrie dude like that's going hard who believes in this dude. But um let's get back on subject. We wanted true, to get into true, the NBA true. conversation. True. Um, player comps. Okay. We talked about basketball. in football now. I don't know how big of a football fan you are, but we're going to find out right now.
0: Yeah, Oh a little, a little, little, a little bit,
1: something. Right? I think Dan Marino is better than most of the quarterbacks of the modern era. Really? Yes. I think, as I play in a position, uh-huh. there's not many quarterbacks better than Dan Marino. I,
0: I could say that you're right, but Aaron Rodgers, mm. that is a Fact. bad, bad man. He's,
1: he in terms of, like, precision, like, it's him. It's Dan the, Marino. Just the me.
0: whole swagger, yeah. like,
1: yeah, I got this. Imagine if he had receivers. Whew.
0: If he has somebody next to Jordy. I mean, they got a couple of targets.
1: If you give this
0: dude any any high-end receiver, AJ Green,
1: Odell, Julio mm-hmm. Jones, it's cheating.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: This dude is playing with Devontae Adams and making this dude look <laughs> like the man. Jordy Nelson, not Jordy Nelson, um, Donald Driver got paid messing with this dude. Mm-hmm. This dude, what uh, what's the Greg Jennings got paid. Oh yeah.
0: Definitely. And these dudes left and couldn't do anything. You know something? I was just having this debate about Eli, which is not bringing up at the right time and speaking about, you know, the greatness of these two quarterbacks that he's speaking about. But in his heyday... I could say that Eli made a couple of receivers himself. For sure. That just faded to obscurity after they left the game. I thought you were going to take a shot at
1: Eli. I was preparing myself for that, but. Oh, nah.
0: I'm a Giants fan to the core, so.
1: This 0 5 is hurting, man.
0: I mean, our season is over. It's over. Obviously, but.
1: Sam Darnold, let's just get the number one pick and let's make it happen.
0: That's my motto. But, you know, it was a hell of a ride, I like to say.
1: So, uh, are you ready to tell Eli the piece or give him one more year?
0: I feel like he he should be into that that role where he's we're grooming the next quarterback.
1: Um, Just I got but... I got Eli going to the Jets next year. Ew,
0: <laughs> that would be a ruin to his career because
1: since the Jets decided they want to win games because their schedule is trash, yeah, they they're not gonna get the top pick.
0: Uh huh.
1: So you know, sign Eli. You know, two years.
0: Eli, what's the contract?
1: We cutting him, bro. Oh. <laughs> anyway, we get Sam Darnold or the dude Rosen from UCLA, Eli's uh-huh. out of here. Yeah. You know, no offense, Eli, but we don't want to push you out with the new kid coming in. They're going to give him enough respect to leave on his own terms or, like, you know, right, something, right, right. something along those lines. Okay. but uh, I get it. I like your Aaron Rodgers discussion. So, boom, uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers. I like where you went with that. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, close to unanimously, is considered the GOAT now.
0: Right. Offer of the chips. Chips. And offer of them great drives.
1: Great drives, chips, and his numbers are good enough. And he has a couple of MVPs. Right. So what you're saying is you believe that Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady? Who's greater than Aaron Rodgers? You would choose him?
0: My GM personal, Ray? My personal pick, I'm, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron man. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wow. all there.
1: I don't know about that, man.
0: TV so, 12. So you telling me... If you put Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. on the Patriots,
1: it might be something to look, it might be filthy, but it's something about like you said, the swag, right? Mm-hmm. I I wasn't all the way sold on Brady being that guy until they played Seattle in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And they were down like 10 and it was like 24 to 14. And my man literally took them down the field twice, but Seattle wasn't giving them no kind of points. Right. And he did it so business like, like, we're gonna get the job done. Right. And that last drive when they took the lead, I'm like, bro, this dude is the man.
0: Bro, but we've seen a lot of quarterbacks
1: do that. But man. the way Brady does it in the Super Bowl, bro. you can't, even the losses, he he drove him down the field. Like, it, it almost got him a victory. I, I mean, and I'm a Giants you, fan too. You say could it, definitely, you know,
0: I could definitely agree with that. But basically, what the NFL Super Bowl has come down to is whoever has the ball last. True. Hold your breath.
1: So, all right, I'll throw this question your way. Mm hmm. 28-3. to three. Does Aaron Rodgers bring him back?
0: I can't say that he can't. I don't know if he but could. But that was a hell of a, a drive to come back. I like, kept
1: watching because they had Brady.
0: I kept watching because it was like... Couldn't believe it? Couldn't believe my eyes. Okay. Not Brady. Not Brady. Nah, he's gonna put up some points. I don't know if he's gonna win, but he's gonna make this look like when something. When it
1: got the twenty-eight, I reached for the remote, picked it up, and then I was like, you know what, nah, I'm gonna put it back there. Nah. Something's <laughs> gonna happen, right? You know what I mean? Because I just couldn't believe they would get cooked like that. The Patriots are Super Bowl twenty nine. Nah, this is not real. I didn't think they were gonna win. Let me not lie to you and say I thought they would win, but I right. thought it would be close. Yeah. And yeah. And then when they, and then I'm seeing them driving down the field, and then they did a, I forgot who the play was on the Falcons. They did like a close up on his eyes, and I'm like. It was a defensive back, and he looked like he was just staring into the distance. He didn't look locked into the game like, oh, it's over. They lost. He got him. That yeah. mental
0: fatigue. Right.
1: And that's, and that's the thing about Brady and that greatness. I think mm. in some cases, greatness beats better because I, I feel like Brady demoralizes you in a way that I don't see Aaron Rodgers doing. I see a lot of dudes get their nah. swag off on Rodgers.
0: Now, 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 now you're talking church. You know what I mean? Because Brady does put fear in a lot of guys' hearts. yeah. Heart. Especially like those late games when you're looking up at the clock and you're winning, and you're like, "Damn, Brady, get the ball." I'm clocking,
1: I, bro. We're Giants fans. You remember Ahmad Bradshaw in the second Super Bowl? I didn't want him to score. I didn't want Brady. When he sat the down in the no, end zone, what are you doing? Kick <laughs> right. the field goal. I think we could have kicked the field goal and won yeah. the game. Yeah. These, this dude ran into the... I'm like, nah, this is not good. This is not good.
0: This he is, fell into the... Injury.
1: And then Hail Mary landed, like, right in front of Gronk. So I'm like, this dude is, like, touched by God. Like, he always finds a way, you know? Yeah. Ask Jet fans. They know that Brady violates them. Mm-hmm. But I'm still leaning towards skill-wise. I'm weak on skills. I think that the best quarterback I ever saw was Dan Marino. And I th- as great as... some am going to say that Peyton Manning is, is up there. Give me Dan Marino over Peyton Manning give me Dan Marino over Drew Brees. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, no offense. Okay. You know what I mean? I I just feel as though we can't keep looking at resumes and accomplishments because you could easily argue right now that Belichick is more responsible for Brady than Brady is. That's
0: why I posed the question.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's lazy to argue one side without looking at the full body of work.
0: I agree with you. you know? I, I always try to look at the whole... The whole spectrum mm-hmm. before I make a you know articulated guess. True, and I, I feel like I mean Marino definitely you know one of the goats. Mm-hmm. Even older cats will be like, well, look at Montana.
1: I think he was better than Montana, honestly.
0: I mean, it's it's not hard to argue.
1: I, you know, when you talk about they every time they talk about Joe Montana, now I'm getting in trouble because I'm I'm talking about <laughs> people's favorite quarterbacks. Right, but. When you hear them talk about Montana, how many times did you ever hear them talk about his skill level? It was always about clutch and mm-hmm. what he would do in, in, in championship situations, but it wasn't about, look at those throws, look how accurate he is, look at this, look at that. Right. They're talking about his coach who revolutionized West Coast offense and his clutch performances in Super Bowl. You could argue Steve Young was nicer than Joe Montana. This is true. You know? So it's like, all right, he has four championships and a couple of MVPs, but... I don't think he was that great. You know what I mean? Like he was good. He was.
0: But I was don't Joe know, Montana
1: man. a system quarterback?
0: When you win in league MVP, you're damn good. True, true. <laughs> true. He's good. All right, I'm slandering him. Right, now. <laughs> right. right. But um, yeah, I, I look at quarterbacks that have like. Beautiful touch, like when they just fling the ball mm-hmm. and it just drops right in the pocket now of the Heron receiver. Aaron Rodgers is that dude for that, though. That's what gets me off when when you talk about quarterbacks. Okay, Brady has that touch. Okay, so boom.
1: What about, for instance, Eli uh-huh. Manning? two-time champion. I think he's a two-time Super Bowl MVP. Right. He has the resume, but people don't think Eli's that good.
0: Because of those league MVPs?
1: So if Eli had a league MVP, you think the view of Eli Manning would be a little bit different? Of course. Because
0: that'll let you know that he was better than everyone during the season. During that year. Okay. Okay. And that's why his brother's higher mm. and a lot of other guys. Are I was high. hoping this year he'd get Super Bowl number
1: three so he could be above Peyton again. I really wanted Peyton to not win another one just so Eli could have to.
0: But you and me both. That that was what was hanging over one of my men's head before um Peyton went to the Broncos. Yeah. He's a Colts fan. That was a beautiful argument to have
1: for many years, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Cam Newton.
0: Cam. Russell okay.
1: Wilson. I feel like Russell Wilson, because of his Super Bowl pedigree gets get a pass. But I don't know if he's that good. I think Cam Newton is nicer. I think Kaepernick if given a chance in the right situation is better than Russell Wilson. But Russell Wilson is going to go down in the NFL pantheon as as a more of an all-time great than the both of them as of today.
0: Uh, well, me personally, I feel like Russell Wilson lost a lot of clout with that Super Bowl. Mm. Not giving it the beast mode. Like, Listen, you want to win or you want to be, you know, the face of the franchise. So what you say saying, he should have been really beaming and changing the play.
1: Hell yeah. Okay, fair.
0: Listen, Beast Mode just ran a hell of a play.
1: You remember that like yesterday.
0: To the you one yard, I
1: mean, and they couldn't stop him all game. Give this man the ball.
0: Hello. The whole world do?
1: I think we all Watched that game Waiting for Marshawn Lynch To get the ball Score Celebrate and, and bro Wasn't it like First or second down Yes It was second down Because it was First and goal After that crazy catch He goes I think it was The six yard line He runs it to the one mm-hmm. and Then they pat How you go full wide On first Second and goal From the one yard line
0: That's what I'm saying at least give him a shot. All right, we're going to give it to you. Pound it in, big fella. Oh, nah, you can't get it? All right, then we're going to go to the quick slant.
1: Yo, to this day, I, I tell people, the most unstoppable goal line play is the play pass. If you go the power set and you run play action, you're going to score. Mm-hmm. If you go full wide, single back, you're kind of giving away what you're trying to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? More 75% of the time, it's going to be a pass. You know what I mean? Right. You had the best coach of all time, his best, greatest, whatever, Bill Belichick. Agreed. Practice the play that you ran. (laughs) So, you can't be arrogant in that moment, you know? But to your point, you're right about that, Russell Wilson, because he didn't change the play, and he also made a terrible throw. The pass is behind the dude. Wow. Should have been low?
0: I feel like the play just was sniffed out, like you said. Like, it was just busted up from the jump. As soon as... He said, Blue 32. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, we know, we know where these guys is going with it. Oh, like,
1: remember that play we practiced Friday? He yeah. looked over to the sideline, got a wink. Butler, who knew who this dude was, bro?
0: That's what they did at yep. the line of scrimmage.
1: My man, he ran the route for the receiver. Yep. You know what I mean? But still, all I said, Russell Wilson, he's still up there. He's a great. Yeah. Yeah. 66 million dollar contract Face of the the, One of the most dominant teams In the NFC But Cam Newton Is a better quarterback than him Agreed You know
0: Yeah I I like I like Cam. Like uh A couple of his You know Antics are off the field
1: Yeah how do you feel About that whole thing About with the With the interview And all of that He's a little sweet But you know What about that whole thing About the lady Asking him the question About routes? He thought it was overblown Or he deserved that
0: Sometimes I feel like this world is just too sensitive. Like, It's it's like...
1: Can't say it? Lighten
0: up. Really, like...
1: And I feel like how do you... What what kills me is when you try to, like, psychoanalyze scenarios. Uh Like, you're trying to tell us... What this person was thinking in that moment? How do you know that Cam was trying to be sexist right. in that moment? Like, like I didn't get that from that situation. It looked like he was surprised that she knew she was talking about uh-huh. more than being sexist or misogynist. You know what I mean? Right. But they just automatically, oh, Cam knew this is a misogynist. This and that. Take away his endorsements. What did he t- got a, a, a written down apology that he had to film and all that? They dragged it.
0: This comes with the fame, man. You got yeah. you got to protect your brain goes back to what we was talking about earlier. You right. You it's right. It's like, you got freedom of speech, but... This is why I don't want to be
1: great. Let me be better. You know? Yeah. be a pound on that one. Because if, if you better, sometimes the expectations off the field don't really matter as much. But as soon as you cross over that threshold, yeah. expectations and unrealistic things get held over your head that I don't believe is fair to some of these guys.
0: It's downright inhuman. Like, nah. You, you can't be human anymore.
1: Not at all. It, yo... It's the Matrix, man. And if you don't fall in line, the no black suit is gonna pull up <laughs> and get rid of you. But I, I felt bad for Cam in that situation. But I knew what was gonna happen. He laughed at a woman asking a question about sports. Forget context. Forget nuance. Is black six foot five quarterback laughing at a little woman? It's over with. They, mm-hmm. And now they gave my man Dak Prescott his endorsement deal. <laughs> one big black quarterback to the next. You're not seeing the issues here. Right. We're just gonna shuffle one guy out and bring in another. <laughs> you know, that's a problem for me.
0: Keep the token fresh.
1: Keep the token, man. Facts. <laughs> that I'm gonna use that. Keep the token fresh. But I think we're gonna stop here, man. We, matter of fact, no, we're not. Okay. I want to get you in trouble before we leave. Talk talking me. about better and greater. Off off the record, we, I gave you a rap comparison of okay. an all-time great rapper and a, and a, and a rapper who might have been better. Right. Do you have any situation like that where you felt there was a rapper nicer than an all-time great that doesn't get that recognition?
0: Hmm. Oh, man. You're really trying to get me in trouble. Hey, man. But I feel like if DMX... mm Didn't let drugs consume him? You think so? I feel like he would have been up there, like, as far as the goats, like the Mount Rushmore. And, you know, he had his moments. This is true. Where he was that guy. And nobody was touching him. Mm. Not Jay-Z, not Nas. You're right. 98. As big as 98 was for Jay, X was bigger. Yeah. 98 and 99 was all X. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, ninety seven, ninety eight, because yeah. that's when. Uh... Didn't he drop two albums in one year? Yep, I like that. I, I thought you would have been a little more controversial,
1: but I can't even argue that. And I'm a J fan, but I was feeling, I was like, I was feeling the way towards X. I'm like, you're getting in my son way. Hard knock life, you know what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all way hoving and this dude comes out of nowhere with an energy. That I think only Fifty kind of duplicated with that raw vibe at, at a certain time when New York needed it. You know what I'm saying? But that, when Get At Me Dog came out, like, I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking Get about, about that it. because it was unexpected because I was a kid, so I wasn't really up on, like, the mixtape circuit like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? When this dude just came out of nowhere with this black-and-white video, baggy jeans, Tim's on, Wild, and I'm like, yo, who is this guy? You he know what I'm saying? just
0: personified...
1: I believed him. Yes. You know what I mean?
0: With, with like, these young running around during that time? That was Like, if that DMX got sent
1: to the future and it was in 2017, he might kill all these rappers. <laughs> like, 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 really murder them. Right. Like, tight jeans and sagging and all of that and tattoos on your face. Get out of here. That doesn't make you tough. Jeez. But DMX, I, you're right. If X didn't let the drugs, you know, take over his career, the, the Hollywood side of things, the movies that was coming out, he mm. might have been the Mount Rushmore because nobody could duplicate, in my opinion, what he did at it, it, that time.
0: And it's the energy, Yes, bro. It's like a different vibe. He snatched
1: us out he, of the shiny suit era so hard, bro. Like, he brought it
0: back to the essence
1: with one record. Yeah. You know? All right, I, I, all right Ray. You got me. I was ready to argue with him, y'all, and he got me.
0: Who, but yo, who would you say before we go? Um,
1: quick? off the record, we talked uh-huh. about it. Right. I'll put it on wax. It's only right. There's an argument to be made. Uh-huh that Nas is nicer than J. Mm-hmm. Like, bar for bar. You you could make a valid argument. Right. But when I look at everything else that Jay-Z has accomplished, I think that Jay is greater than Nas, but Nas is better than Jay-Z. That's my argument.
0: I can't even agree with that. You can't? You can't? Nah. And what what do you disagree and with? And I've had these conversations with my barber, like, he's a diehard Nas fan. Okay. And we went track for track. He's like, yeah, you know, what Jay-Z song has um, comparison to I Gave You Power? Mm. Where he's descriptive and basically personifying, you know, an true, object.
1: True, fair.
0: And I'm like, what about um, Breathe Easy? Now, here's the thing. I, I like to, like, argue
1: against myself. Uh huh. I like to give myself a little rigor. Overall body... I think in terms bar for bar is nice. But if you, if you ask me if there was a rapper I heard from like 01 to 04 that was better than Jay-Z,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to say no. That three-year window, I didn't hear anybody nicer. I still haven't heard anybody nicer than that guy. Facts. But I felt after that year He's been like declining. Oh yeah, and I felt like Nas is held a little more steady. That's why I give the edge in terms of talent and ability to Nas.
0: Listen, man, I bought the N album, so okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. It's kind of like a, that a album was a t- <laughs> It was bad. I mean, it was. It had some some it had some moments some points in it.
1: I like the joint that he had. The lost tapes. That was mm-hmm. that was one of my personal favorites. Okay. That whole era, stillmatic. Yeah. Lost tapes. Um, what was the album that came out after Stillmatic? What's his oh. name? Ah, oh, I'm getting old, guys. Damn, we got we have to go to Apple Music. But that album that had Made You Look on it. Uh huh. What, what? Yeah. That that window right there. I'm like, all right, Nas, you got it, you got it. But I think that this dude, if you think about what he did in '91, and you go now to 2017, Godson.
0: Godson, I just pulled it up too.
1: God sh- sh- Hey, thank God for the internet. There... Godson, Still mad at Lost Tapes I'm like That dude right there Was neck and neck You know That dude is still Kind of there right now And as much as people Get mad at me I 444 4, 4 had some Important things That was said But if we're talking About technical skills And flow And all of that Like It was bad Really? It felt like I felt like I was Jay didn't hit his pocket In terms of flow In that album To like the fourth record On there. You know? I like Magna Carta better,
0: to be honest. Really, I love Magna Carta. You're you're of a different ilk. Uh, Yeah, I'm
1: I'm I'm in a minority. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a minority with that, but I love Magna Carta. Oceans is like top ten for me. Slept on. Uh. You
0: know what I mean? Okay. I mean La
1: Familia fire.
0: La Familia.
1: Picasso, baby, he has some bangers on there.
0: Listen. All things said, given the temperature of the time, mm. Magna Carta was the best thing out. True, true. Even though it wasn't one of Jay-Z's best albums, oh, yeah. it's still the best thing out. Yeah. But um, I look at 444, like, he was even rapping second syllables in words. True. And it's kind of like, that art isn't there anymore. And he's, like, brought it out and still giving you a message. It's kind of like he finally... Gave you the whole world in his hands. True. Whereas some people will say, like, oh, Jay-Z, all he raps about is drugs and money.
1: If, and if they say the that, show. people like that, bro, they weren't paying attention. Jay been giving you game since his first album. That's a fact. His first album, bro. That's a fact. The first bars on Can't Knock the Hustle is game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Short term goes, when the weather falls, and so on and so forth. Come on, high stakes. I got more estate they, they than Philly. this, oh yeah, he's
0: talking. Yeah, but
1: he's inspiring.
0: And you know what? It took folks, what, two, three years to, to catch really up to respect that. reasonable doubt for the body of work it is. Yeah, still in all we live in, just
1: dream about to get back. That like, what, 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 what do you need in that one line?
0: Dude, you don't gotta tell me That's <laughs> that's my favorite Jay-Z album of all times Like yeah? to this day
1: That's It's hard to argue it's with that
0: the game that he's given like in the visual
1: Yes See now you're making me want to change my Nas argument But I'm not doing <laughs> it I still think Nas is the better rapper But Jay is the greater rapper And Takeover's better than Ether. There I said it I think I think it is I think it is Yeah Funny. applaud you Applaud you Takeover's better than Ether. But Nas has been consistently the better rapper since 1991. There you go. Better versus greater. Mm-hmm. Um, Before we let you go, I usually ask people to...
0: Identify yourself
1: to the world. Let them know where they can find you on social media, what you got going on, so on and so forth.
0: Sure. Well, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is RayGunner mm-hmm. underscore. Um, I do have a clothing line, mm-hmm. um, which is getting over obstacles and negativity. Okay. Um, So you can follow the page. It's- at Goon Savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have the big cartel. Um, Goonsavvy.com brings you right to any ordering. Um, if you see anything, you like it, hit the page up. We can custom order, or you can order directly off the website. Yes, but sir. Um, you know, I'm still out here. Uh, sports junkie. Yes. Always going to, you know, have an opinion about the times, whether it's sports, whether it's, you know, um, Controversial content
1: Politics now, huh?
0: Facts You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I, I'm out here But, um, yeah That's my handle And, you know My page is open So all you lurkers Could Follow <laughs> <Facts>. suit
1: <laughs> Yo, people, look Support black business That's what it's all about here You know, you see what he has going on Take a look at the page See, you might like something You might get into it You never know Um, For me, as always You can find me on Twitter I do most of my promotions On there for this show Chat underscore O'Hara. Don't ask. I'm not telling what the story is behind that name. But yo, Ray, I appreciate you for coming on. We're gonna do this again, man. Bro, you know, if the Celtics you. are really good, you're gonna be here, man. We got you. Like, you know what I mean? Yo, I, I'm gonna have to come with that bottle and shake yo, your hand. hey, man. I'm telling you. Put it on <laughs> wax. They're going to the finals. But people, as the saying goes,
0: whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today! Woo! Perfect!